Hello there, welcome along to Everything Football. I'm very pleased to say joining me in the show is someone who has been on Everything Football before, is Mr. Christopher Watson. Christopher, thank you very much for joining us. No problem, Tony. Good to be here. <laughs> it's great to have you back on the show again. And there's very big news in the world of football. Transfers happening at every, every second going, it seems to be. One of the big transfers that broke is Raheem Sterling joining Chelsea from Manchester City. After joining the club in 2015 under former manager Manuel Pellegrini, he had a lot of success at Manchester City, it's fair to say, Raheem Sterling. But this is a very big sign for Chelsea under Thomas Tuchel as they look to win the Premier League next season, likely being their main goal. Uh, so, Christopher, what do you think about Raheem Sterling going to Chelsea? Very big signing? Yeah, very big. Uh, he comes in with a lot of pedigree. He's, uh, he's, I would near say he's won a lot with Man City, just that Champions League that he didn't ever won. Um, and a decent price as well, 40, 45 million, I think it was, just under 50. Um, it's not too big a signing. Uh, it's not much pressure on him. I think sometimes Chelsea sign uh, big players for a lot of money, and um, I think that pressure gets to them. For 45 million, I know he's, he needs to really come in and hit the, hit the ground running it straight away. Uh, I think he will do. Um, good player, the versatile, he can play on either wing, he can sort of play down the middle as well. Um, I think it'd be good to link up with Havertz uh, if he's sort of the central striker. So, yeah, very good signing, I think. Yeah, you're just right. I think he will be a very good signing for Chelsea. Again, he has that Premier League experience, scores goals wherever he goes, it seems to be. Do you think it's a little bit strange as well? He's played for Liverpool, Man City and now Chelsea. Pretty much probably are the three big teams you feel like in England at the moment. Yeah. So as well, you see that uh, that meme of FIFA. Do you ever see the, the guy, the same supporter and he's wearing Selling every jersey? And uh, so he's sort of like that. He sort of completed the trio. Um, but uh, he's sort of everywhere he's went. City and Liverpool, he's, he's done very well. Even that first year or two he was at uh, Liverpool with Suarez and uh, Sturridge up front. He was pretty good then. So um, yeah, I mean, it's not normally you see it. Like, you don't really see much players play for three big teams in, in the same country, but um, especially in England anyway. But I, I think it'll be it'll not have any pressure on him or any effect that he'll, he'll do really well from the, the very get-go, I think. Yeah, and of course, another big signing for Chelsea. After there's so many players leaving the club, you think the likes of Christensen and Rudiger had the strength in defence. And of course, that big signing did come in and Kaladei Koulibaly. Um, how impressed are you with that signing? Yeah, I feel like we've been linked. Well, we Chelsea have been linked with them for a good number of years, and um, it is it's a it's a Rudiger replacement, if anything. Um, he's a very good player. He's been at Napoli for a good amount of years, had Champions League experience, and then he uh, done well with uh, Senegal. He was the captain that won the Afcon with them. Um, yeah, I think he's he's a good uh, good signing to get, and I know he's he's thirty one, and I think they gave him a four or five year deal, so it shows like the. They're committed to him, and uh, I think he'll be committed to Chelsea for the next couple of years. Uh, he's been one of Serie A's greatest, best centre backs the past couple of years. So he really, I think, he's, if anything, he might even be a, of an, an, an improvement on Rudiger. Um, Rudiger just uh, was a good player in good form, I think. Um, just played well under Tuchel. He sort of struggled under Sarri a wee bit, um, and Lampard as well. He didn't get a place in, in Lampard's team. So uh, yeah, I definitely think Koulibaly's a an improvement on in for Chelsea and uh, just hopefully he hits the ground running and he hopefully he will he'll slot in that sort of left-sided centre-back if they play in a three or in a four he'll be comfortable in the four so I think he'll be a good good alongside Thiago Silva and whoever also play on the right-hand side Yeah, no, there definitely is so much change happening at Chelsea at the moment and 
Koulibaly looks like he'll be a brilliant, brilliant sign. That is for sure indeed. Where do you think he ranks in terms of the best defenders in the world? There's some talk of him alongside the likes of Virgil van Dijk, Ruben Diaz. Do you think he's right up there with them? Yeah, I think now he'll probably be able to show it more. Um, I think maybe he was sort of hiding more in Syria, where now he has, he has a chance to prove that he is one of the best. I always would have rated him maybe top 10, um, top 5 sometimes. But um, yeah, I think this is now his, his time to show that he is he is world class and to put sort of the money where's where his mouth is sort of thing. And um, yeah. 31 as well like you know, sometimes that's when uh, center half sort of come into their their prime as well so maybe get a good few years out of him so it could say that the, the best is yet to come so it's just hopefully he hits the ground running with Chelsea and gets starts really well and goes somewhere yeah and of course around the world we've seen other big transfers breaking you think of Robert Lewandowski going to Barcelona do you think that could be one of the biggest transfers this year Robert, Robert Lewandowski yeah, definitely. Uh, 33 years of age, I think he is, or just coming 34, one of the two. Um, he's still a lot to prove. And I suppose he, he's done all he could in, in, at Bayern. He's won, I think, the league title in every every season he's been there. He's won the Champions League. Um, one of their top scorers up near with Gerd Müller at Bayern. So I think he's accomplished everything in Germany and he's looking for a new challenge. And it's a good good place to go at Barcelona. It seems like, I don't know how they're getting this money. don't know where it's coming from, but... Uh, yeah, um, it would be a good signing for them. Like. Yeah, Lewandowski, you know what? He's achieved so much at Bayern Munich. And you think when he joined Borussia Dortmund, well, he left Borussia Dortmund, a lot of people think it was a bit strange for him going to Bayern Munich. Obviously, you know, they felt he had to prove himself outside of the Bundesliga. So I feel like this is a way, you know what, to really prove himself now on the just Barcelona again. And, you know, you think just only only two years ago, you know, obviously we were beating 8 2 by Bayern Munich as well so it looks very can't beat them join them (laughs) as the old saying goes yeah so I think that's again yeah that that is that's a it takes a lot of courage I think Lewandowski going to Barcelona in this current situation no one knows how it's going to pan out next season for them like so it'll be very interesting to see how that works for them and Bayern Munich now as well where do you think that leaves them? It's it's tough to say I know they signed Mane Um, I'm not too sure if Mane would prefer to play out in the wing or what Nagelsmann is the, the plan he has for him he had a couple of games at Liverpool where he'd sort of maybe play down the middle, um, but I think he is sort of suited to the left. I do think they will probably try and replace Lewandowski. Maybe Ronaldo's the man. I know they've tried to shut down those rumours that Oliver Kahn's Oliver Kahn, done yeah. a lot of that, saying that they don't really, they're not really interested in him. I think he would be a perfect fit, to be honest, uh, Ronaldo. Um, it's hard to say who else is out there that would maybe, uh, who Bayern could sign. I thought maybe Dybala maybe, but he, he sort of has his, his side set on staying in it then. It looks like he's going to stay at, at or he's going to uh, join Roma with Jose Mourinho. Uh, but yeah, I think this, they definitely will probably sign someone uh, by Mourinho, like an out-and-out striker. I know Mane's not really that, and Mane's a bit like Sterling, where he can play either wing and um, down the middle himself as well, but they will probably look to have um, an out-and-out striker. Maybe they'll look to the Bundesliga, because um, that's what they normally try normally do by Mourinho, is just sign players from every other team in the Bundesliga, sign the, the best talent. But sure, we'll see in the next couple of weeks. There's still, still time, like, Still time, yeah, definitely is. Like, and Bayern Munich are just, and that's it, yeah, they've won the Bundesliga so many times now. Last time Jurgen Klopp's Dortmund, obviously, in 2012. Nice to see someone have a bit of a challenge, but. We don't know where that's, where that's going to come <laughs> just from. Just where it's coming from, it? like I know, in, the, in this day and age. And yes, as you mentioned, Cristiano Ronaldo. Not a talk about that man in this transfer window as well. How much of a chance do you think is there of Ronaldo staying at Manchester United? It's hard to tell, I think. 
in my opinion, I think it's very slim. Once sort of these rumours come out about Ronaldo, they normally stay true. Um, Ten Hag's came out and said that he thinks that, he, that Ronaldo will stay. He's in his plan and he's just taking time out with family. Um, that's been going on for maybe just over a week now, so you would ex- be expect to see him back at United's pre-season. But I do think he will move on. I think his agent, Jorge Mendes, had said about once they realised that they weren't getting Champions League and they were um, going to be playing Thursday nights in yeah. Europa League. Um, I think that was when the sort of the decision was made that Ronaldo would leave. But yeah. it's sort of difficult. The agent saying one thing and the manager saying another. So we'll sort of see what happens. But I do think it's it's sort of it's went on long enough that he, he probably will leave. That's the the other question is where does he go? <laughs> well, that, that is yeah, that is the big question. It seems where where does Cristiano Ronaldo go for next season and? Again, yeah, obviously was that talk with Chelsea as well. Um, would have been a very, very interesting move, that is for sure. But he does seem to care a lot about his legacy, Cristiano Ronaldo, which why these Atletico Madrid rumours seem very strange. After nine years of unrivaled success at Real Madrid and the amount of trophies and goals, and I, I just don't know how. He tormented uh, Simeone for years, didn't he? Was, oh, uh, the Champions League and all, yeah. Every year right, yeah. seemed to pull something out of nowhere, especially even at Juventus. I think he scored that, that hat-trick or something to... Put that Atletico out. Um, I don't know. He'd be ruining a legacy at Madrid if he he was to go to Atletico. Um, at the same time, I could see him see him playing well at Atletico. I think it would, it's a place that maybe suit him. Um, you have a lot of players. Ronaldo sort of needs um a place where the other ten players are going to put in an extra ten percent. He's not much of a pressing forward. He never really was. Um, he does his, his dangers in the in the box. Um, his team has the ball. I think. He has ten other players at Atletico. Um, putting that extra bit of work in, it could work for him. Um, he is, he is running out of running out of time. It almost seems, but I, I would like to see him at Atletico. To be especially with the Champions League nights, you, you don't want to see him on a Thursday night. He doesn't even know what it is to be honest. The Europa League himself. <laughs> um, but yeah, it would be a good sign for Atletico, and he could, could see them going far in the Champions League if they get the the right tactics right and the right players in. And of course, this is being a World Cup year for Ronaldo as well. Portugal probably his last chance at a World Cup. I'm guessing it is very important for him to be playing at the highest level and has obviously had offers from Saudi Arabia as well. Yeah, I just don't... As you say, Ronaldo loves the Champions League. Champions League loves Ronaldo. Saudi Arabia can't give him what he wants, really. Give him as much money as he wants, but it's not enough for him. It, he just wants to, he wants to be the main man and the biggest stage like in the Champions League. And then I think if, even if he was to go to Saudi Arabia, it doesn't give him good preparation for the, the World Cup, as you said. It, more than likely be his last. You could say maybe play to his forties and playing the the next uh, Euros. Um, we'll see. I mean, Ronaldo says he can do it. You wouldn't um, go against him, but uh, he does need to sort of stay in Europe and compete at the, the top level, club level. So he, he has the best chance of performing for Portugal here in the World Cup. Yeah, and of course, as you mentioned as well, Sadio Mane. I was very sad to see him leave Liverpool, Sadio Mane. But you know what? Looking back at his time completely won the set all the trophies that was needed in his time but he really was that first real big sign under Jurgen Klopp back in 2016 from Southampton and it's incredible how much how important he was to the team um, obviously there was one year left on his contract but he seen that was mindset going back to Germany again is that where he played in the Bundesliga before he went to Southampton but yeah you know what I feel like the, the sign now Darwin Nunes there's a lot of there's a lot, lot to be hopeful there I know his first few games in pre-season people have been questioning him but I think we'll have to... He does seem that sort of character as well. Now you've seen on his Twitter and all as well, but no posts about it. Talking about resilience as well, very important. Yeah, I'm really excited to see how he gets on, Darwin Nunes. 
And again, another big sign in the Premier League is, of course, Erlen Holland joining Manchester City. Again, that was an or player that apparently it was what Lewandowski was angry about at Bayern Munich. They were sort of like putting out a few offers at Erlen Holland in a way, and he wasn't happy about that there. Again, that's probably why instigated his move to Barcelona. How big do you think Erlen Holland will be in the Premier League? Yeah, I think it'll be massive. There's no question his ability. Um, score goals for fun at Dortmund. I think it was was it eighty odd goals and eighty odd appearances. Like he, his appearances, the goal ratios is it's very level. Um, he will be good. Hard as he improved City when City were already banging them in five six every week. Sometimes it, it makes very little difference. Um, the only worry is that how does he play under Guardiola? He seems like a an out and out centre forward where Guardiola seems to tend to like to play wingers and some, I know even if you play De Bruyne and Gundogan as a, as a false nine sort of thing maybe Guardiola has uh, different tactics uh, prepared for this season I don't see um, we've seen it with Jesus where Jesus would maybe get pushed out to the wing I don't see the same happening with Holland. he is definitely a guy that will be centre forward um, but it, it makes sense for City to, to sign him and why not for the, the price they paid as well it wasn't it wasn't overly massive fee I think they triggered his release clause didn't they was it, I think it was 75 million or was it 60 or 50 yeah it was more and then it dropped the second season didn't wouldn't have watched him an awful lot in Dortmund. We'd have seen his highlights and things like that. But he, he seems to have the pace, power. He's the height. He's great. Uh, great left foot on him. He's a great signing. And it's sort of, I know Chelsea were looking at him last year, and obviously it was a regret to sign Lukaku. We didn't know that. Hindsight's a wonderful thing, and I would have loved Haaland to sign. But I think he, he sort of has good ties with City and his his father and stuff. So. It's a, it's a good signing for City. Don't mean to say it. It kills me to say it, but it is a good signing. Yeah, and I think there is talk as well. Obviously, Real Madrid, he feels like, I think it, may be, it might be a clause in his contract. I think it maybe gets three years' time, maybe it is, where there's a chance Real Madrid could maybe pay a certain fee for him. So that'd yeah, be very interesting to see what happens. I think that's what maybe, a bit of rumours that that's what Madrid are maybe going for. Um, Benzema still as well. Is still. Benzema, yeah. I would still, if you had to pick over the two, Benzema is perfect for Real Madrid. Um, he's a brilliant player, and he's a couple of years left in him. Um, the way players are playing this year, or these past couple of years, they're playing into their, their late thirties, and their, their their game's not not dropping. So it'll be the same with uh, Benzema and Lewandowski as well. He's sort of the similar age as Benzema. They're both performing at the top level week in week out. So keep it as long as you can, and because you might never get someone as good. But it will be interesting as well to see in the La Liga where now you've Benzema, Lewandowski, both going for the the golden boot. And then you'll have maybe Ronaldo joining them as well at Atletico. So it's bringing La Liga sort of back to the top. It sort of dropped for a wee bit the past couple of years. When Ronaldo left, uh, Juventus and Messi left to go to PSG and, and hadn't really got big signings coming into La Liga. But it seems to be back to where, where it belongs. The Spanish football's um, as big as it used to be. Oh, that is true, definitely. It'll be you know, very, very interesting to see indeed. And I'll leave you with the, the final question as well, Christopher. Which club do you think has won the transfer window so far? It's tough to say, isn't it? Um, obviously, there's a long way to go. Uh, Chelsea have made two good signings. I think if Chelsea get a, another centre-back or two in, um, look at maybe getting another a big name in just to, to show the intent of the board. Um, City have done well. The likes of um, Holland, as we said, 
Um, Calvin Phillips as well as they've signed. Arsenal have made good signings as well. Have sort of Gabriel Jesus, got, um, yeah. Gabriel Jesus and Sinchenko, I think, close to signing, or if not already signed. So they've sort of done well in Man City. We're having a sale, it seems, and <laughs> yeah. Arsenal cashed in on it. All the players. I suppose you never know with Arsenal as well. And then you can always remember Spurs have signed good six or seven players. You know, like, so, um, long life from, from Barcelona and Jed Spence, I think, from uh, Forest came in there. So they've sort of tightened up defensively and then going forward as well, getting Richardson. I think Kane will benefit from that. Just he means he doesn't have to play week in, week out. and sort of consume his energy and save himself for, for not playing in pointless games. So, but then again with Tottenham and Arsenal, they always seem to bottle it anyway. But, we'll, you know, we'll Eventually see. Eventually down the line, um, yeah. <laughs> but it, it, is, it is worrying, it, especially as a Chelsea fan, that they've signed a lot of good players. But we'll see come May time. That's when it really matters. <laughs> But I think you're right as well, saying that there about Arsenal and Man City, because obviously, I think Man City used to always take Arsenal's players in at the start, like yeah. it was in 2009, I think, out of by your closure. Nasri as well, I think. Nasri, so... Clichy, Sagna. Clichy and Sagna. Fenger used to probably hate, that's why he always hated City the most, wasn't it? Yeah, uh, he heard, he's seen Man City were on the phone, he was like rolling his eyes, here we go again, who do they want this time? At least they're finally getting a few players back and they're using their Arteta connections. Funny enough, Arteta, he was on. He yeah. retired at Arsenal as soon as he retired. He went to Guardiola's backroom staff. Yeah. Still <laughs> don't know how long Arteta lasts, as we were speaking earlier. Um, sort of had Champions League football tied up last year and somehow lost it. Um, we'll see again this year. He needs it, really does need to hit the ground running if he's not um, in and around top four, top three even. You know, um, by November, December time after the World Cup, he could maybe be looking at one of the first managers to go. He's sort of running out of time it needs to really click very soon for them no you're just right indeed well there we go and uh thank you very much chris for joining us for this here show and do make sure to come back again any other show in future it's any other time always no. happy to be here thanks for having me on thank you very much and great to have you as well uh thank you very much for listening to this everything football podcast and do make sure to check out any future podcasts we have coming up